Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey guys, let's talk about the orgasm gap. We all know that it exists. Women take a little bit longer to come than guys, but that's totally okay because I have the solution, and that is Promescent's Delay Spray. Promescence Delay Spray is going to make you last longer in bed without having to worry about lasting longer in bed. And that's because it is not going to totally numb you out and it's not going to transfer to your partner. And for your partner, Promescent has a whole line of women's products. They also sell lube, they sell condoms, they sell supplements for both men and women called Vitaflux that will not only make you more ripped, but it's going to make you hornier. I love Promescent products, but don't just take it from me. Over 2,000 medical professionals recommend them too. So what are you waiting for? Go get yourself some Promescent. Go to promescent.com slash strictly anon. That's promescent.com slash strictly anon. Go there now to get all your Promescent products. They have a 60-day money-back guarantee. There's free shipping and your package is going to arrive discreetly so no one's going to know what the F you bought. That's promescent.com slash strictly non or just go to the description and click on the link. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you haven't followed the Strictly Anonymous Podcast yet on Instagram or Twitter, follow me at Strict Anonymous. If you want to be on the show, it's called Strictly Anonymous because everybody remains anonymous. I'm even anonymous. My name isn't Kathy K. <laughs> the names of my show, people make up names. I change people's voices. So if you have an interesting, naughty life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous, 
you could be on the show. If you're like somebody that's out there and you just have an interesting naughty life that you want to talk about while being not anonymous, you know, being yourself, that's totally cool too. So uh, if you're interested in being on the show, send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com. Click on be on the show or there's like a banner that scrolls that says click here to be on the show, click there to sign the form, whatever. Uh, or you could go on Instagram or Twitter and DM me at strict anonymous. Now, if you're listening on a podcast app, make sure to subscribe to my show and give me five stars and write a review if you can. I love good reviews for my show. It really helps out. So if you love my show and you want to help me out, write me a nice review. Love those. Uh, if you have like a naughty confession that you just want to get off your back, I do have a confessions hotline. The number is 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. Now, if you leave a message there, make sure you're in a quiet place. You have four minutes to leave a message. If you need longer, just hang up and call back. I change all the voices on my anonymous confessions. All my anonymous confessions are posted over on my Patreon. And on my Patreon, you get the anonymous confessions. You get all the pics and anonymous pics of all my guests. And you get access to my Discord channel. I think there's like 600 people on there now all like doing naughty things over there. It's only $5 a month. I keep adding things to my Patreon, but I don't up the price. So you, I think it's like a really good deal for $5. You get anonymous pics of all of my guests. Like now it's hundreds of them on there. Uh, you get all the anonymous confessions. You get some Q&As that I do that are exclusive over there as well as access to my private Discord channel. It's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. $5 a month. You could cancel it anytime. The links and all the information I just gave you is in the description. Now today I have on Sal. This is such a great fucking episode, Okay. Now, Sal just had his first hot wife experience with his girl, okay? But there was so much that led up to it that they did and so much that he has felt since they did it and that's what makes this episode super interesting. Sal happens to be a great storyteller too. I really didn't have to do much on this fucking episode, but Sal is a guy that, you know, was married, him and his wife, they always had great communication between them and all of that stuff led to them opening up their relationship recently. But even before that, all their date nights that they had led to them going to like swingers club and just like observing. They had one time where they did something interesting at a swingers club. You'll have to listen to hear what that was. They also went to bookstores, adult bookstores a couple times and went into glory holes. They never played or did anything else, but dicks were coming in the room while they were in there like hooking up and stuff. And he talks all about that. And he talks about how like his girl was promiscuous before she met him and how he always was super turned on to all of her stories. There was one story that was like the hottest story to him that he would make her tell him all the time. He tells you exactly what that hot story was that he loved about her past, right? And that led them to fantasizing about her being with another guy. And eventually he got her to decide to go online. They started going on the apps, looking for guys. You know, there was a lot of failed attempts to meet other guys. He talks all about that. But eventually they found one who they hooked up with. They first had a little bit of a hookup at a swingers club. He talks exactly about that and how hot that went down. And because he's a great storyteller, you're going to love all of these stories, right? They're all 
long and drawn out and super detailed. And then uh, they wound up taking that same young guy and uh, hooking up with him outside of the club in a hotel, like a total setup. First time she's going to fuck him. He's going to watch. And he gives that story as well. And then uh, it was great. He talks about exactly, like I said, what went down and then how he felt after. There was a little experience afterwards where he felt a little jealous. He talks about that. He talks about uh, what she brought up recently that made him kind of think like, oh, I don't know if I'm into that. Uh, we talk all about that, too. Jay is I mean, Sal is a guy who listened to a lot of my episodes and did a lot of research on this scenario. I think his episode is going to be one that if anyone's looking to get into this lifestyle is super interesting, too, because here's a guy that is still a newbie at this. OK, he just had his first experience. So how he's feeling and what they're discussing and how they're going to progress further is uh, interesting to listen to. And I think it's very real life. Uh, it's a happy ending story. Okay, there's it's not like uh, anything went wrong. And they're going to be proceeding forward. And uh, we're going to need to talk to Sal eventually again six, eight months from now to see where they're at. Uh, but it's super interesting to see where they're at now. All of his stories are fucking great. Like I said, you're going to love this episode. You're going to love Sal's storytelling. So I'm going to be right back on with Sal. This is the Strictly Anonymous podcast. Uh, hi, Sal. Welcome to the Strictly... <coughs> sorry. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. How are you today? Hi, Kathy. I'm great. Thank you. So listen, Sal, you just had your first hot wife MFM experience now. <laughs> and it's like a couple days after and you have some feelings about it. And I'm sure, you know, that's super interesting because typically I'm talking to people way down the line, even if they're newbies, you know, they've been doing it for a while and they're calling me when like everything's really great. You know, I don't know how everything is for that guy who first sees his wife fuck another guy after the first time you know that's where you're at now but I don't want to know where you're at now just yet I want to go back and get like the whole story and lead up to that first experience we'll talk all about exactly what went down and then we'll get to where you are today but like you know how long like like tell me a little bit about your marriage and lead up to the point where you were able to get her to be open to this you know having a threesome yeah, no, awesome. You know, we've been married for about 15 years. We have two small kids, house, white picket fence, all of that stuff. But we met each other a little later in life. So I was 30 and she was in her late 20s. And so we definitely had some, you know, history and experiences before we had met each other. And, you know, loving relationship. We had a lot in common, even our first date. Uh, There's just a, we just connected and fell in love and married and all the 15 years you know i mean i'm pretty sexual she's pretty sexual but it's been very vanilla like between us right you know different positions you bring in you know vibe toys sex toys we went to a couple sex clubs but never experienced anyone outside of our marriage just just completely us been to bookstores took her to a glory hole Okay, wait, 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 wait. okay, okay. Let's 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 talk about those kinds of experiences because most people right I haven't even done that. 
So like, you know, I like, how do you get and how did you guys decide to go to a couple, you know, swingers clubs and what exactly went down? I'm assuming since you said you hadn't really done anything outside of the marriage that you guys just watched, but like, what were those experiences like? And then tell me about the glory hole and all that stuff. Yeah. Again, yeah. We're talking 15 years, right? So it's a progression of communication. I I think this is also the, the underlying factor of all of this, these experiences is communication, right? Uh, talking during, you know, our, our sexual activities, uh, talking during uh, lunch on a date, you know, we, we definitely, we keep our date nights uh, and, and just really communicating in bed, communicating with, you know, out of, out of earshot from the kids. So, uh, uh, and then, you know, uh, you know, every, every now and then we throw some porn on and through these like discussions, things just progressed, you know, and I, I throw out little ideas and see that she would bite. Sometimes she would bite. Sometimes she would just, you know, uh, laugh it off. And, and in a couple of those, uh, you know, she likes to get dressed up. She likes to go dance. She likes to have fun. She likes to drink a little bit and you know when, when those were good times to have those discussions and you know we started like like a date night I, i'm a planner uh kathy so i i you know i, I kind of like to set things up especially with with kids you don't have a lot of time so i try to maximize our date nights as much as possible hit four or five different spots and in one uh particular night i knew there was a, a club happening i didn't necessarily tell her uh we went to dinner, we had some drinks, did a little dancing, just let her know, hey, you know, I know of another spot. And we went to it. She was open to it. We went to it. And it was uh, in the city, uh, big, 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 like warehouse type of thing, uh, a lot of activity. And and we didn't partake in anything. We just, just watched. She got excited. We made out. But it wasn't anything where we introduced another person or, or, or played with another person. You know, then we... we you know, maybe a, a year later, another date night, we'd go and do the same. Uh, one particular, I think, second time at the club, uh, we met. Uh, she's very social and likes to, to talk to people and, and get to know people. And in one particular, we met uh, this girl, beautiful girl. It turned out she was a transsexual. <laughs> but, you know, we party. Hot. And so, <laughs> yeah, yeah hi. And we got to the point where... I think I ended up, we were in one part of the club and I ended up sucking her, uh, the, the girl's breast and she started sucking the other breast and then we were just kind of like dizzy and next thing you know, we were up in the room and then I kind of, you know, shied away a little bit and we pulled back and that was our experience for that night. So I'm very protective of our relationship and I, because I know at times my wife likes to have fun and she can... She has a hard time saying no. So I'm pretty protective of the relationship and decided, you know, uh, to be very like methodical in the approach of, of our of our growth in in our sexual lives. Yeah, but I have and... to just interrupt you because people get mad that I do. But I'm so glad that I forced you to slow down through your story because you would have blown over the fact that you guys like hooked up with a fucking hot trans girl in a swingers club I mean, you were not prepared you were just like blown past that in that story yeah. like, well again like, we're talking 15 years of I journey don't care. Right? yeah i need it yeah, all yeah, we got yeah, an hour yeah, you got to tell yeah. me these things this is yeah. like listen because this is important like look what it brings up about your girl now we learn that she is the type that like she doesn't say no you know that that's why you bring it up like you know 
when you're in the car like hey you want to go to a swingers club because you know that's how she rolls she's going to be like all in right because she's loose and having fun whatever you know but these are the kinds of things that I think are important to the story for sure yeah she's you know she there's a lot of love in our relationship I take care of her she takes care of me. We have a solid, solid marriage and relationship. Obviously, and, and what I she love. She wants to please I, me, right? And and, yeah. and do and wants to see me happy. And so, yeah, she's willing to to try things out. But what I love is your date nights. Like, really quick, I know exactly where we are, and I'm going to get back to your story. But like, who initiated those date nights, and how were you as a couple able to make sure that you? continue to do that because I feel like that's like one of those things that's like in every book about couples and marriage you know you should do a date night you know it's like that thing but I think the majority of people just don't do that right and uh but you guys do it and you've continued to do it and I think that that's like a really uh important thing right I mean it's probably super helpful like how why and how did you I think it's because you roll the way that you do because you're so intentional and uh, you think about it so much. I don't think most guys are like you. Well, I, I, I hear that a lot, right? Yeah. But I, I love my wife. I like to have fun. I mean, yes, we're, we have kids. I'm not. I I'm I'm not as paternal. I think as as maybe as she is definitely. Yeah. You know, so I I provide for my kids, take care of them, like do the fatherly thing, take them to baseball, take football, mm-hmm. you know, all of that stuff. But. I love my wife. Like we had a relationship before the kids and we had fun before the kids. And so at this point, it's important for me to still feel that. Like I feed off of that, right? I plan the next time to, that we want to go out because we have fun. Good news. Strictly Anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com. That's strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictly anonymous podcast.com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347 420 3579. That's 347 420 3579. You could call that number 24 7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. Hey, summer is right around the corner, and you know what that means. You're going to be hornier than ever. (laughs) And that's why you need to download Dipsy. Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short, sexy audio stories. No matter what you're into or what turns you on, Dipsy has something for you. Whether you want to hear stories about two girls or two guys or a threesome or more some, you're going to find it on Dipsy. They have hundreds of stories to choose from and they release new stories every week. So there's always something new to explore. Dipsy also has sleep stories and wellness sessions and they offer written stories. And you know what I love about Dipsy is their jump to the action button. So if you're really horny and you want to get right to the good part, you just click a button and it's going to take you right to where the action starts. So what are you waiting for? Go get Dipsy now. And for listeners of this show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash strictly anon. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to dot com 
slash strictly anon dipsy stories dot com slash strictly anon or just go to the description and click on the link to get 30 days of free access yeah that's really smart though and the fact that you took that on as the guy i think is like really important for other men to hear because so many times in this part of a relationship a marriage when kids come into play the wife gets super involved in the children. She's not going to be thinking about the fucking date nights. I'm sorry. She's like super involved. But you, if you take it on, right? You know, it pays off. And it, it pays and off. I, and it does. And I also like to take care of her. So I, I buy her things, right? I, I have a kind of a shoe fetish. So I'll buy her some sexy shoes. But I have lingerie. I buy her sexy lingerie. I buy her dresses that I like to see her in. And so it's just perfumes, you know, purses every now and then just to show her how much I think about her and care for her. And that's, you're right. It all adds up. And oh my God. allows us to do these things. Yeah. Because listen, you're getting a lot out of it, but it's not, it doesn't come off as selfish. Like the guy just wants to get fucked. So he's doing whatever, like you're giving her so much by doing all that stuff. You're making her feel wanted. You're giving her comments. You're doing all the things that every woman wants her guy to do. And everyone's fucking happy her and you you know I, I just think it's important to talk about this stuff because I think most people don't do these kinds of things in their marriage and uh so I think people could learn from you so okay so now you get that girl that time you go and you hook up with that trans girl like do you talk about that afterwards like I mean how did you both feel about that situation uh yeah you know that one happened uh, many many years ago Kathy and so you know yes uh there was a bit of a high there and but at, at that point you know that's something i think that opened up in me that we haven't moved on i would like to maybe experience uh, being with a trans girl and and her uh i think we i think maybe a, a few days after we looked at a, a three-way porn with trans and, and a couple uh but then at that point it kind of fizzled and we just folded it up and put it away maybe for another day type thing yeah, yeah. my next thing was for uh we were at a bookstore uh and another date night went to a bookstore and there were booths on uh, the back of the bookstore so I took her to the back of the bookstore booths and lo and behold there's a hole <laughs> and so then that was oh kind of God. the next venture where we were like wow this is a, a glory hole and nothing happened that night but you know i started then getting kind of fixated in glory holes and bookstores and you know, for uh, maybe one year, we were, uh, you know, it was a lot of glory hole porn and, and a few glory hole visits. Now, nothing to the point where, you know, she would actually, you know, blow a guy. I think one time uh, touched, but there were a lot of times it was us having sex and then dicks were in the holes and that was going through the holes and that was pretty much it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that's kind of like, you know, hot enough, right? Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, I remember one time yeah. we were there and I was eating her out and a, a big black cock fucking appeared and <laughs> oh, she was surprised. And, and, and again, we're st kind of shy and taking things, you know, step by step. Uh, and at times I kind of regret regret because I would have definitely loved her to grab that thing and just start sucking mm -hmm. on it. But it didn't happen. Right. And I kind of like, you know, didn't I, le I left it up to her and it, and it didn't happen because she didn't she didn't move forward. But and I didn't push. And so but yeah, you know, I think that was it's been that kind of approach. And I hope I think that I feel like that kind of helps build trust. Yeah. Where she knows I'm in, you know, her best interest. I'm taking care of her. I'm not just, you know, going for that 
that quick wham bam type of thing yeah and that's it's her decision you're leaving it up to her yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. you're not pushing her i think that that's super important for sure but i could imagine that that's like hot for both of you kind of right yeah no definitely you know bring it up uh later in in while we're having sex and yeah that's how these progressions go right these new ideas we come across maybe a porn we start thinking about yeah now as i mentioned we you know as we get to this MFF hot wife thing, my wife has history. You know, she was pr- a bit promiscuous in high school and, and in college before she met me. I mean, we promiscuous. I mean, it, I was promiscuous. Everyone, I think, right? All our sexual adventures before you, marriage. And I would, I enjoyed hearing her stories, uh-huh. you know? And there's one in particular that really would set me off each time. And, and through our 15 years, I'd have her retell it to me in more detail and ask questions because it would really set me off. And okay, let's hear that story. Out, yeah, let's hear that fucking out, story. <laughs> my wife, she had a boyfriend and the boyfriend wasn't paying too much attention to her. So she was upset with him. And my wife can be a little bit of a brat, a little spoiled brat at times. Daddy, some, some daddy things going on there. And so, <laughs> you know, she met a guy. Uh, at a bar, uh, went out with her friends, met a guy at a bar, ended up going with the, the guy to the car, and they had sex uh, in the car. And, you know, as I've asked more and more, it turns out no condom was used. It was, uh, you know, just bareback, and he came in her. And then she, I think, kind of like a little vindictive and wanted some revenge or upset that her boyfriend wasn't paying attention to her. Then after that was done, she called her boyfriend, and said she wanted to see him and went over to his house and had sex with him. Uh, again, also bareback in the condom. And so that story right there, Kathy, I think really just blew my fucking head. And yeah, you know, I think that was kind of the, the start of where we're at now. Yeah. We had a Valentine's Day dinner this year. And I think even before that, we've had conversations or even kind of in our sexual acts, I, I bring up bringing another guy and, She'd pretend like she'd be grabbing another cock and blowing it while I'm fucking her type stuff. But nothing really, you know, like actual, actual doing it. And so this year, went to Valentine's Day dinner, wonderful dinner. And over dinner, we had a couple of drinks. And then I said, you know, why don't you tell me that story again of the two guys in one night with no condom? And she laughed and would tell and I'd ask her questions. And of course, she says she regrets it, it's shy, wish she you know, wished it didn't happen, but I would prod and poke. And then, and eventually I told her, I said, you know, I love that story. I enjoy hearing it. A lot of your, because there's other, a few other stories there. I, I told her, I wish I was there to, to witness it because it turns me the fuck on. And so that's how it kind of started. So that night, uh, you know, took her to a little show, took her to another bar. And then uh, there was a, I said, hey, it's it's Valentine's, the sex club. We've gone to a couple of times. We're having a Valentine's Day party. Let's go to the party. Let's see if, uh, you know, you can, I'd like to see you flirt, see if you find somebody. Went to the party. It was kind of, a, there was a lot of people. It was kind of grimy and nothing really there. But it was, I think, a step, right, towards it. Then I would say right after that, uh, we opened up uh a, uh, a, a app, one of these apps, and opened up a profile on the app. Uh, it was a field, and I put her profile up there. And I said, put a, a couple pictures up of her. I wrote a little something of where we were at, what we were looking for, and you know, and left that. That a couple of days later, opened it up. She had like three hundred, you know, views, three hundred connections, 
and gave her the phone and said, hey, look, these are 300 guys that liked your profile and wanted to chat. So she went through all 300. She eliminated 298 of them <laughs> and ended up with just two. <laughs> okay, quick and, question. Yeah, okay. go for it. I want to know, you know, because you're going on this pro this app now looking for a guy. I'm assuming you guys set up some parameters. Like, what was the deal? Were there any rules or regulations? Like, what, you know, what, what, what were you guys looking for at that point? Were you ready to do, like, a full swap? You were going to be there? You know, what was the setup? You know, there really wasn't. Interesting. It was, mm-hmm. yeah, we didn't sit, we didn't talk about rules yet. I think in her mind. And maybe in mind, it was still fantasy. Yeah. Right. Okay. And so I didn't want to limit fantasy. Yeah. I yeah, wanted yeah. just to keep it wide open. And we really didn't get to that point yet. It was just to see what's out there. It's just take a look. I wanted her to see guys. I wanted to see if there was an attraction. Who? What kind of guy is she interested in? What was she looking for? But you're like um, a couple on there looking for a guy, right? And you want a guy to fuck your wife. I mean, that's exactly. Fantasy, yeah. Right? That was how it was presented. Yeah. Yeah. And now how hot is your wife? She's beautiful. She's, I would say, one to ten. She's about an eight. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. for me, she's a ten. Yeah. But she's not a supermodel, right? And then she's she's in her mid forties. She's had a couple kids, but you know, she's she's thick, and I love it. Yeah. I love it. She's but she's sex. She's sexy as hell, and she has a great personality. She's loving. She's caring. Spiritual. She's very empathetic. I mean, she's like a freaking hot. You know, Mother Teresa, like, yeah, you know, she, she's she got loves it all. People. Yeah, she's she a full package. She has, yeah, she's an angel. She's an yeah, angel. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. And, and sexy, right? So, she, and sexy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, loves to have fun, laughs, makes, meets people real, real easily, mm-hmm. uh, you know, connects and, and a professional, smart. I mean, total package. Right. So, you put her up on there and you get like 300 hits. Now, what is she, what, when she picks those two guys, like, what was it about those two guys? Like, what was she looking for that stood out? It was funny. Uh, they, she said they reminded me of me. Oh. <laughs> they reminded her of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They were me. So familiar. Just younger, yeah. younger, better, you know, more fit, you yeah. know, and younger. <laughs> yeah. yeah That's yeah. so funny. Okay. Well, she, yeah. So she's like, is she looking for like, you know, I'm assuming if these guys are sending in pics, they're sending in dick pics. Like, I mean, was she concerned about size? Was any of that an issue? Because a lot of times in these kind of fantasies, the bigger dick, even for the guy, is a part of the fantasy. Uh, you know, I definitely would love to see it, but no, that wasn't again. For her, this is, not for her, right? No, okay. it was baby steps, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it was really, for, I think, for her, there's this the connection is a little more important than yeah than the size. But and for that's some where we're reason, at now. That yeah, first yeah, time, right? But for some reason, guys like you, okay, that want to see their girl with someone, they do want the guy to have a big dick. That is a part of the fantasy for the guy a lot of times, right? Yes, and, and I would love to see it. But again, I'm I'm happy that we're even, you know, at this point, I'm happy that we're going to this step. I don't want to definitely put the the, the cart before. Yeah, the you don't want to tell her right? she needs to fuck a coke can for you to be exactly. happy. <laughs> right. But right. and here's a here's a quick pro tip for your listeners. Uh, yeah, you know what caught her eye were were these guys that had pictures with dogs. I don't know. They show their oh. animal lovers. They're caring. But that was the one. Those are the ones that she kind of uh, looked at a little longer. Oh, my God. I love that you brought that up. That is super important for these guys that are out there salivating. Like, how do I get to fuck some guy's wife? Like, yeah, put a dog in the picture. You just go rent one for the day. Your friend's dog. I mean, that's what made her feel safe. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I get it. That's important, right? Safety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, uh, 
lo and behold, we connected with one guy. We and the app it allows you to do like a, a three-way conversation. And over the course of about uh, three, four weeks after our Valentine's Day dinner, we were connecting with this one guy and going back and forth. It progressed. He was a really good talker. He would send her pics. It really got her into this or, you know, another step closer to the fantasy becoming reality. Yeah. And oh, my God. And our sex just like kicked it up a few notches to the point where she started squirting. We would have sex. Wow. And so and she had never she had before? Done that. She had a couple okay. times. But I mean, literally, I can probably count on one hand the number of times I had made her squirt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but at this point, I would say since Valentine's, she's, she, I mean, she's definitely in the you know, 40s and 50s. I mean, it's almost every time that we're having sex, she's, she's wet in the bed. So wow. it's been awesome, you know, and I can see it in her eyes. I mean, it just... It, it kind of it, it started right it planted the seed and it's now the seed sprouted yeah and and so we were to the point where let's get together with this guy and we set up a date and as it turns out like in this lifestyle the day of the date we're ready right i mean it's not easy as uh, parents with small kids to get uh, someone yeah. to watch the kids <laughs> yeah. and all of that right so we were ready and we dressed up as as we were getting dressed. We get a text from him and he says that he partied and had, wasn't feeling well. Oh, fuck. And Where were you going to do this, the deed? Like, did you have a hotel room or something? Oh, you know what? This was going to be a meet. Just a meet and greet. Oh, okay. Right, right. right. Okay. Yeah. Right. Not just yeah, fuck the first time. Mm -hmm. No, no. Yeah, it was a meet and greet. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. I forgot. Most <laughs> well, you never know, right? Maybe it would have yeah, happened. Yeah, you're we right. We were just yeah. appointed as a meet and greet. Yeah. yeah. And so, uh, yeah, he told us he couldn't make it. And so, honestly, I was, I think I was more heartbroken than she was. Yeah. Because I was really excited about the idea. She saw kind of how disappointed I was. And she's like, you know what, let's just go out and just, just go have fun. I go, yeah, let's do our normal, you know, dinner, bar, maybe go dancing, have fun. So we did that. Went to the uh, beautiful dinner. Went to rooftop bar, had some drinks after. And there was a club that's close to our home. I said, why don't we go to the club and would you be up to maybe walking in by yourself and seeing if you uh, you can meet somebody or just I, I, I told her I'd like to see you in your element in an element where you're by yourself. You know, she she'd go to the club a lot when she was younger and I'd like to see what you do. Right. And so she was up for it. So I uh, went to the club, uh, dropped her off. I said, I'm gonna drop you off. Uh, you walk in, I'll get parking. I'll meet you inside. And that's what we did. And so dropped her off. She went inside the club. I went to a park and uh, walked in. And when I walked in, she was at a bar. She was talking to a girl. She was talking to a guy already, very social, having fun. And then she went uh, to go dancing with the, with the girl. I asked her if she wanted to go dancing. She wasn't going to go dance. And I'm over there like a freaking peeping Tom Voyer, <laughs> just, you know, the corner. <laughs> We're like super excited just, just watching the show. Yeah. And she's dancing away. And then lo and behold, an ex coworker of mine comes up and says, No Hi. fucking yeah. way. It was, it, was, it was totally like not meant to be that night. And so the ex coworker is like, Hey, yeah, yeah. I hadn't seen her in a couple of years. Like, oh, hey, how's it going? She's like, What are you doing here? I was like, you know, I'm here with my wife. I'm looking for her. I can't I can't find her. I went to go park. And so then I go, Oh, there she is. And I was afraid that, you know, if my wife saw me talking to a girl that she didn't know, then then that would kind of, you know, stop our progression into this MFF hot wife thing, because that is definitely a concern, Kathy, is, you know, look, 
you want to do this because you want to get with another girl, right? You're making me yeah. do this because you're setting me up for something in the future. Yeah. yeah. And so, uh, you know, I, I, my, I walk my coworker to her. I go, oh, there she is. I walk my coworker to her and we talk this and that. And that was pretty much the night, except towards the end. I was at the bar. I told my wife, hey, why don't you go dance out there again? And she went and danced. And then this uh, African-American gentleman came up to her and started dancing with her. And I was like, oh, shit, this is great. This is happening. And I'm there drinking, trying to be cool, but not trying to stare too much because I can see them. And they're having a conversation. She's laughing. He's laughing. They're dancing, getting closer. And I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, great, I'm going to get a room. We're going <laughs> to go have a party. You know, I'm building all this up. And after a couple songs, she's walking towards me. I'm looking out of the corner of my eye. I'm facing the bar, being cool. She walks behind me, stands behind me. He's following her. And I think I kind of chickened out. <laughs> and then she came up to me next to me and started talking. And he went away and walked away. Oh, okay. Yes. So nothing happened. And I think it turns out he, she ended up, she told me, she told him that my husband's here. He wasn't really feeling that. And he, so, you know, he went away. So nothing, of course, nothing happened. But again, another step in progression. Now I get to see my wife dancing with, an, you know, a strange man. And those, you know, how exotic, how exotic, how, how horny that made me and made her went back home and, you know, had a great, had a great sex night. So it wasn't a total loss, right? Even yeah. though we didn't get to meet. You're still, still edging it, and it's like foreplay and it's still yeah, a fucking yeah. turn on because you're literally like right there, right about for it to happen. And it's still a turn on. I could understand that. Totally turn on. Yeah. So a couple of days after that, she, she said, you know what? I want to have my own profile, she said, in the in this app. Great. So she created her own profile. A lot less, a lot less sexier than the one I created for her. <laughs> but you know, to that point that she's looking for, we're looking for an MFF, maybe hot wife situation. And uh, she got hits. And so, you know, she had a couple guys, I, I call it the stable. She had a few in the stable there that <laughs> she was kind of talking to. But again, we're busy. We have kids. And so a lot of these guys were tech. She would ignore. She'd get back to them a few days later. It was, it was pretty a slow progression. And then, uh, you know, a month later, it was another date night. I go, you know, I, I, I was on, because we've had a FetLife profile that we had opened in our exploration, but nothing came of it. I went back on the FetLife profile. I saw the events. I saw there was a sex uh, club or sex dance uh, party open to all. Uh, and so then uh, that week I saw it and I sent her the, the, the note. I said, hey, you want to go to this? She's like, yeah, let's let's go. What's great about it is that it had they had DJs. She loves to dance, mm -hmm. and so they had a, a, like three or four DJs playing that night in different rooms, and it was a sex party. So something I wanted. So it was a great combination of both. So the I noticed though the list because you can kind of see a list of the people that were going. No one really looked like me, and I didn't think she'd maybe be into too many of the guys there. Mm -hmm. um, it wasn't really her type. And so what I did on FetLife, I said that we were going to this party, just kind of announce it. And then I told her, I said, you know, hey, why don't you let your stable there of guys, let them all know that we're going to this party. And if they want to meet and greet, you know, come to the party. And so she did that. She sent uh, messages to three or four of the guys that she was kind of chit-chatting with. To say, hey, we're going to this party. We're gonna be there. You want to meet? Come meet us. Let's 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 meet. And it turns out one of them said, yes, I'd love to, and bought tickets and ended up 
showing up that night. Wow. Okay. He was serious. He was serious. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And what was great about him is that young, looked great, very handsome and uh, respectful because throughout the night, he was giving us uh, ETAs of his arrival. I guess you had a busy day and he said, look, I'm about an hour away. I'm going to go shower. I'll be there in th then another one. I'm, I'm here at the door. You know, very real, real, uh, maybe eager. Yeah. But very but respectful. Yeah. Yeah. Women, yeah, women love that. And, and, and as a husband, I do too. Right. Yeah. Because again, this is like, is my wife, you know, respect us, respect me, respect our time. Yeah. I love I, that. I really, yeah. I, communicate is important. Communication is important. So yeah. It, Another it, it tip to guys out there, right? Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. So, you know, uh, we walked in, met people, talked about we were getting to know the lifestyle, you know, experiences. He shows up and walks by and she's like, I think that's him. I said, go get him. So I was talking to this gentleman here, another guy there about his experience where he used to his telling me that his wife was on a date night and he was there looking for son. I was just an amazing, the lifestyle is amazing. And so uh, she went to go talk to him and brought him over, introduced me, good looking guy, real, real stacked. I mean, he was, he was pumped and, and fit, had the muscles and everything and young uh, in college. But I think graduating, so he's maybe about 24, 25. <laughs> and great. Yeah. So I let them talk on the couch, and I was still having a really good conversation with another guy that was there about, you know, hit the lifestyle, him and his wife, hot wife, and MFF, just getting tips. And then I went back to my wife and him. We got some drinks. I said, let's go dance. I started dancing. I led them to the dance floor. I stepped back. They were dancing. I got a little closer. I... Occasionally would walk up and start sandwiching her in the middle, me and him, and just throwing compliments. You look great. Just talking to her. This is awesome. Reassuring her that it was okay. This You look sexy. Doesn't she look sexy? He, he's, yes, she looks sexy. This is awesome. Come to find out, he had never been with a couple before. This was his first time as well, which I think also helped overall because it, it allowed for things to... It took, I think, for us, it took pressure off the situation. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. He knew we weren't going to be taken advantage of, and or there wasn't an agenda, wham, bam. He was willing to go along at our pace, I think, is, is what, what helped. So uh, I had drunk, I drunk a little too much, had to go use the restroom. I asked her, is it okay? Can I leave you here with him on the dance floor? She's like, no, no problem. So I went to go, uh, go to the restroom, long line, come back to the dance floor, they're gone. It's like, oh shit, they're gone. <laughs> oh my god! In my mind, she's in a corner fucking him, you know. And I'm like, where the hell did they go? Uh, walked the the place, found them in the patio outside. They were talking on the sofa. She was getting to know him, sitting together. He had his arm around her, so I sat across from them and just smiled because it, I felt like this was great. She was having a conversation. She knew his arm was around her. And she looked comfortable. And so, again, more compliments is great. Getting to know each other. This is hot. Then we talked a little bit about age. And she was a little concerned that he was young. I said, oh, no, you know, I threw out there. I said, it's his birthday today. He's actually 30-something. And, and she said, oh, it's your birthday. And we started laughing and joking. <laughs> and I told her, why don't you give uh, him a birthday kiss? And so she laughed. And she's a birthday kiss. And he's like, yeah, that'd be great. He turned, she was going to give him a peck. He turned his face 
and it was a kiss. And not only a kiss, Kathy, a kiss with an open mouth, then tongue, then more tongue, more open mouth <laughs> for about what seemed like freaking minutes. Right. And then it was, they stopped. We all looked at each other. She looked at me, worried, I think. And I just smiled and nodded. And I mean, if I could, I would have gave, gave two thumbs up yeah. to show that it was fun. <laughs> right. It was I all said, good. This, I said, this is, that was great. I yeah. told her, this is hot. This is hot. That is great. And so she smiled. And then I said, you know, why don't we go explore? Let's go check out the, the rest of the place. Uh, went to one room and it was kind of a, it was a little bit of everything of the lifestyle. There was a BDSM room and there was a girl on a bench getting smacked and getting fucked. There was another girl on a cross getting her pussy electrocuted with some wand. <laughs> uh, it was a scene. Another yeah. one was, was roped up. Wow. And then there was a big throne type chair. My wife uh, was leading the way, uh, leading us both. And she said, what is this chair? And he quickly said, oh, it's a pleasure chair. And so she's like, oh, and you'll have a seat. And she had a seat. And then he told her with your legs open. And she opened her legs. And next thing I knew, Kathy, he was bent over kissing her. His hands were roaming. And he put his hands inside her pussy. It was hot. I felt like I was like, one of those, you know, kids that you know, <laughs> that are, are trying to peep through a hole because trying to see the show Hilarious. and I couldn't see the show. All I saw was his back. I see his hands <laughs> roaming, and I'm trying to get the best spot to just get the whole view. Hilarious. And next, I heard her say pineapple. And previously in our conversations, we we did talk a little about safe words and stuff. I don't know how the conversation. It wasn't really boundaries or anything. It was just yeah. kind of like a natural conversations about. Because it was a kind of a kinky spot, and we said safe word. We're talking about fruits. Uh, we were saying we're naming fruits, and one of them was pine. Well, it turns out she said pineapple, and that's and her safe word. Off. Yeah, and that was a safe. That's how we established the safe. And he backed off, and come to find out, he would he put his hand on her throat while he was fingering her, and oh, applied, uh, and put a little much too much pressure. But you know, she said the word, and he backed off. And it turned. I think it still turned her on because she likes to have not to be forced, but likes uh, some pressure on on parts of her body. And so I think it turned her on. So we uh, we we got up and explored a little more. He said he had to go to the restroom. I was so freaking horned up. I told her it's my turn. I put her there on a bench. I undid my pants and took out my my dick. And then she started blowing me. He walks up after the restroom and he sees me and this sees us in this position with her head, with her mouth on my dick. And he pulls it. He's like, oh, shit. And he unbuckles his pants and pulls his dick out. <laughs> and so then she she looks at me and I, I'm smiling and she reaches for it and starts to jerk him, jerk him off. And it came, I guess he asked if he can have some of that. She's asking if she had a condom, if he had a condom. And again, uh, in the, with my control and safety, the last thing I wanted her to do the next night or next morning, say, how did you allow me to do this? Why did you let me yeah, do yeah, that? Yeah, you yeah. know, uh -huh. I said, you know, why don't we just back off? You know, this is not really this room. I kind of, I'm kind of a romantic too, Kathy. This wasn't really the place I think for our first time. Right. right. Okay. 
like I said, girl getting electrocuted with a wand over there, and then I, uh, you know, being fucked by the yeah, a pain, yeah. So I said, let's let's back off. Let's, which was no problem. And he, the other thing that I liked about him, no pressure. He's like, oh, no problem. I get it. Yeah. And he backed off. Put him, cool. he zipped himself up. I put myself away. We got up. I said, you know, I think we've done enough tonight. Let's head downstairs. We we head downstairs, drank a little more, and then he asked if he could walk us to our car. <laughs> it was like we're on a date. It was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's he like... walked us to our walked us to our car, and then we said our goodbyes. And the goodbye for them was they made out in front of our car, super hot. And so we said, okay, we'll be in touch. She got in the car. First things out of out of her word were, was uh, I am so fucking horny and hot. I could just squirt all over your dashboard. And so I was like, this is great. She loved it. She felt comfortable. She enjoyed herself. Another step towards uh, what ultimately happened uh, this weekend. So uh, uh, a couple days or a day, I think the next day, I reached out to him. I got his phone number. I said, hey, we like, she, she likes you. Uh, we like to get together. We're a bit busy. Are you free this date? And it was uh, last weekend. But it was about three weeks out, right? We were pretty busy over the war weekends. I guess we have family obligations, a lot of events. So we set a date for this day, uh, for Saturday, last Saturday. And I said, well, I'm going to get a hotel close to where you live. Uh, and that's what I did. I, I, you know, reserved a really nice hotel. I wanted to make sure again, that this was all special for her. Reserved a really nice hotel. And up to the last, to those three weeks, we talked a lot about it. And I think that that was kind of the the the, the details of of, the, of how we got to where we got. It was a lot of, are you sure you want me to do this? Yes, I'm sure. It's okay. Will you still love me? Are your feelings going to change for me? No, they're not. It was, you just want to set me up. You're going to use this against me. No, I'm not. As a matter of fact, let's record a video right now of me saying how much that this is all my idea. So <laughs> if smart. you ever go to court, <laughs> yeah. you could use this video against me. It yeah. is all my idea. Yeah. I told her, you're not doing this because you want to. You didn't look for this, right? I presented this to you because this is what I want. So there shouldn't be any forms of guilt here, right? This is what this is this is my fantasy that I want reality. You never told me that you wanted this. And so, yeah, she, it's true. She agreed. And these were the conversations, right? Yeah. And in between, our sex was just incredible. And we talk more. We, we sex talk and fantasy, more fantasies about him. We brought, I brought him into the fantasy while we were having sex. And, you know, it was an awesome, awesome sexual experience. Are we good? Am I talking too much? Oh, no, I love it. Like, it's perfect. Yeah, no, you're doing perfect. It's so good. I love how you're, not that you're dragging it out, but like you're telling the story really well. Like, seriously, people, it's like a fucking great episode. Just keep going. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So, so yeah. So, you know, through all this time, I think really starting a Valentine's, I've been listening to your podcast. And I've been researching, hearing yeah. all, uh, trying to get the best advice. Again, really important for me that this went off perfectly, that she enjoyed herself. Because ultimately, I wanted, I think I wanted more. I want us to explore, right? I also felt liberated. Like, I, I felt like I'd be keeping something inside, a sexual desire inside that I was ashamed of, maybe embarrassed of, and afraid that she would tell me no. And by her being open to it, it 
you know, it made me happier. It made me appreciate her more, the relationship more, which is funny, right? I mean, yeah, we're talking 15 years yeah. and I still kind of held some of these things back. And so it was, it was a wonderful feeling. And so I wanted to make sure everything went well. So I researched, right? Listening, again, mentioned using your podcast, reading, reading blogs. And a lot of it was one particular guest that you had was very, he said he was, I think this was a, he was a bull that turned into a, a oh yeah i know him yeah he's great Jay. he said one thing that stood out to me yeah. is that he said he was involved yeah with the other man mm-hmm. he texted the other man he he told them the secrets right of his wife the pleasure points of so his smart wife, yep right and so i took that to heart mm-hmm. and he's and i also took to heart what he said if the other man is bothered that i'm texting him too much then he's not the man for us yeah and uh, I think that kind of goes to the benefit of uh, maybe another pro tip there, but also the fact that this other guy was was new and he was open to my suggestions. And I and I felt and I would text him. I said, hey, send her a pic of this. Tell her that, you you know, you're looking forward to it. And he would do just that. It got to the point where I felt like I, he was either an extension of me yeah. or or a puppet. <laughs> And so that kind of made things easier for me as well, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. As I'm a director, now I'm directing him and I'm directing her. It was it it, it, it was it's actually interesting. And so so yeah, so also read, you know, make things special, set the room up, get the lube, get the condoms, get the dildos, get the you know, be prepared, right? Get the anal plug just in case. Also provides get snacks, right? Get the juice, get the water, the sodas, the candies, right? Because you're you don't know what's gonna happen. You may spend the night, you may not, you have multiple sessions, just get the alcohol, just be very get get the music, right? Get the candles, get the just be very set the mood, the importance of setting the mood. Because it a me again, it's a, it was a special moment. It's kind of weird, I guess, or funny, but I felt like I was giving her away in a sense. And it was ceremony, like it was going to be like a ceremony of seeing another man inside my wife. You know, we even talked about, should I grab his cock and push it and put it in you? You know, just the first time, around, right, like, right. Yeah, Give her yeah, away. Like first, first time, right? <laughs> yeah. Like we were like high schoolers or losing our virginity. Yeah, yeah. Excited. Yeah. So we set it up. And so, you know, the, the thing was going to be, we'll meet at the hotel bar and uh, from there go to the room and so uh that day you know packed our bags uh had bought her a a sexy dress that she put on her sexy shoes that i put that she put on she looked great she did her makeup we took shower together i shaved her and prepared almost felt like like uh, you hear this a lot right the preparation and so uh you know we went we drove to the hotel we texted him. He was very, again, very responsive. I'm, I'm here. I'll be here. ETA this. Looking forward to it. You know, again, very, a lot of the stuff that I told him to tell her. And we were in the, at the bar waiting for him. She was nervous. I asked her what she would do when she saw him. And we kind of joked. She's like, maybe, you know, he doesn't look like what I remember him. And he maybe thinks that. I don't look like what, you know, he yeah, remembers yeah, yeah. those types of things. It's almost and like so, it's too good to be true because it's finally going to happen. <laughs> exactly. I, yeah. And he actually had to uh, pick up some family at an airport and that kind of delayed. And so I'm thinking, oh, he's probably going to tell us, you know. He can't uh, make it. He, he can't make it. The flight was late. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, but no, 
right. we were at the hotel and you know, I got a text. I'll be there in 20 minutes. Another text. I'm walking up to the, the bar now. And he showed up and looked good. I mean, I don't know if he did some extra, you know, weightlifting because he was jacked, <laughs> tight shirt. And, uh, you know, he it was great. Sat down, uh, gave, gave, gave each other hugs, shook his hand, sat down, ordered drinks. Very respectful. Turns out he was graduating from college uh, this week. And so this was kind of his graduation uh, from his uh, from the university. So it was a good time for him. And uh, we talked. Nothing very, you know, it's a little quiet. For, uh, does she look great? Yeah, he looks great. Just some small chit-chat about him just getting to know him a little more and about us. And then I said, so I think, uh, how does, shall we just take this up to the room? And my wife's like, oh, I'm not quite ready yet. Let me just finish the drink. I'm the, over here, the eager beaver. And she's like, oh, let me just finish the drink. And then he said, you know, let me get up. I'll go use the restroom. So he went to go use the restroom. And my wife said, you know, I want to use the restroom too, but I want to use it in the room. I was like, okay, no problem. I'll give you the key and we'll meet you up there. She's like, so she left. And that was actually a really good point because when he came back, this is where we talked about boundaries. And we talked about the safe word again, pineapple. And so I said, uh, we, and actually, I, I kind of skipped over that. But those during those three weeks while we waited, we did talk a little bit about, uh, we did talk about boundaries. You know, no pain, uh, no scat, no pee, uh, everything covered, no man on, man on man. It was strictly all focusing energies on her. And so we, I, you know, reviewed that with him again, and he was no problem. So then we walked up to the room, went to the room, and she was there sitting on a chair, looking beautiful. I asked her, did you want a drink? And she's like, yeah, let's make a drink. So made a drink, turned on the music, started, you know, sat, we all sat next to her. She was on a sofa in the room. And uh, I said, doesn't she look great again? So sexy, love those shoes, love her dress. And I said, oh, you know, I didn't tell you. I said, she's not wearing any panties. And he goes, oh, really? I go, yeah. And so I grabbed her leg and it kind of opened. I put my leg on her on her leg and she opened and showed him. And then uh, she scooted even more to show more, opened up her legs wider. And he put his hand on her thigh and moved it up and started rubbing her. And I said, why don't we take this to the bed? And she got up and he got up and they went on the bed. And that's how it started. They started kissing. Uh, I didn't know what to do, <laughs> honestly. Uh, Should like, I join? Should I yeah, not? We yeah. did have conversations, but I felt like, you know what? I wanted them to have a moment to connect. And so I grabbed my phone. <laughs> we had discussed oh, before about That you pictures. were going to film? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was going to pictures and video. My wife was against it. He said, no problem with no face. And I pulled the phone. It was, a, she told me no, but it wasn't really a hard no. So I know my wife's hard no's. And so I grabbed it and started taking pictures. And it was awesome. They were making out. Let me just tell you, I know there's some, some couples don't like kissing and all, all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like that was never a rule for you guys. It was hot no, for you. And yeah. It, I think because on our first meet, it happened and it was hot as fuck. Yeah. Seeing her mouth open, tongues darting, uh, very passionate. And so uh, they were doing that. And then, he unzipped, you know, he unzipped his pants, took off his shirt, 
she still had her dress, but it was like a tube dress. There was really, you know, it was no problem staying on. And they started touching, grabbing, and more kissing. And I'm there, you know, I would step close to her, or walk up to her, put my hand on her, grab her ass, grab, touch her pussy, just to kind of show her that I was there and that everything was okay, right, moving forward. And one of the things we, we said that would be okay would be for them to kind of grind without protection. And she did that, which for me was also hot. You know, she got on top of him and just rubbed her pussy on his dick. And it was fucking amazing. Then he would, she would lean forward and she was smacking her dick, his dick with on her ass. Super sexy. And then she got off. And I said, why don't you give him a blowjob? She looked at him. He said, yes. She looked at me. I said, yes. And then she said, grab a condom. I said, you know, why don't you just give him a couple kisses without a condom on the shaft? She laughed because I think she knew where I was going. She did that. She get, He was on his back. She leaned forward and gave him kisses on his shaft, moving up towards the head. And looked at me when she got to his head. I nodded. She opened her mouth, and there you go. It was a hot blowjob. And yeah, yeah, that, she did it <laughs> and did it, went to town. It was great. And, you know, videotaping, she's like, put, put the phone down. I go, this is too hot. I can't. I'll erase it later. <laughs> and, uh, so you know, yeah, which I'm glad I did because afterwards, I, it turned her on looking at these videos and looking at these pictures. Yeah. Okay. And it was great to have. But so, yeah. And then I, and then she's like, I want it inside me. And so we put the condom on and that was it. And that was it. That was, she went inside. Uh, he went inside her and she mounted him and, and they did. And he went to, he went to town. And then at that point I was feeling very, very aroused and horny. So I think they had enough time together. I pulled my dick out. She was on her back. He was on top of her. I put it by her mouth. She started sucking. But still, I kind of felt like this is awesome, but I want to watch more than to, to participate. I also had read and had heard on your blog and also read on, or on your on your podcast and also heard on blogs that sometimes for women, threesomes with two men, it kind of is a lot. And it's hard for them to orgasm because they're more focused on the men, right? Pleasing the men. Right. You didn't so want to ruin want things. That. Yeah. I didn't want to ruin that. Yeah. So I backed off and just watched her. And it was a lot of that, a lot of fucking, a lot of changing positions. I would I would walk up and, and do a couple touches, present my, my cock. And, and then at one point they took a break. We had water and then you know, we had a jelly beans were a hit. So we had some <laughs> jelly beans. Hilarious. And I put the pillow down on the floor. I said, Okay, I want a blowjob. She got on her knees. She started sucking me. He came close. It was the whole, you know, porno scene of the the woman on her knees, dick in her mouth, other man walking up to her, jerking him off, then switching off, sucking him, jerking me off, switching back, switching back, back and forth, back and forth. And she did that for a good while. We Again, we're edging. I was edging. She's like, I want more dick. She went on the bed. He put another condom on and went to town again. And I think in total, we spent about an hour and a half. Uh, finally, he had enough and he wanted to come. 
they were in the moment. He she was on top again. And she's like, I want to come. Where can I come? She's like, come inside me, which was freaking hot. And they he went to town, increased his speed. They were pumping. Uh, she was making sounds that I haven't heard in a long time. It was freaking amazing, the sounds that they were making. And uh, the other thing is, you know, which is the whole porno star aspect of it, seeing your wife as a porno star. I saw, I was different viewpoints, things that I, you know, we've been things together Things that you never years. can see because you're there. It makes exactly. sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 That's and interesting. that's awesome. Yeah. I was looking at her ass jiggling a certain way, looking at her tits bouncing a certain way, you know, her, the kissing. Is, I mean, <clears throat> it was, it was interesting. Yeah. And so it was great. And so also captured that. And then that was it. He's, I'm coming. She's coming. Uh, and so they came and she got off of him, sat next to him. And something else we talked about uh, a day before I said, well, what are you going to do with, I said, would you in be interested in taking off the condom and then putting, you know, and pouring his cum over your breast and rubbing it all over her, your breast. And she laughed and she, she didn't say no. So after she got off of him, I said, will you pull off the condom and, and put pour his cum on you? And she laughed and told him that there was something that we talked about. Of course, he wasn't going to say no. So she took the condom off and turned it upside down and put all of his cum on her breast. And she started, you know, putting it all over her body, rubbing it like lotion, which was hot as fuck. And then I told her to clean his cock off with her mouth. And she laughed and bent over and started sucking them. And I told her to suck all the cum out of him. And she did that. She got a, and she looked at me, lifted off of him, stuck her mouth out, her tongue out, opened her mouth, stuck her tongue out, saw the cum dripping from her tongue. And that was it, Kathy. I was in heaven, in heaven. I mean, it sounds and like I you got her. it all in that first experience. <laughs> you know, in, 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 yeah, yeah, in heaven. And I, and then I, I moved towards her, put her on her back, and then had sex with her. It was the kind of the reclaiming that we talked about, that they talk about, right? And after, like, literally a minute or two, I came inside her. And I have to say, like, I had built up, I think, over these months, the whole reclaiming of the sex was going to be, like, euphoric with birds chirping yeah that's what a lot of people say yeah unicorns yeah <laughs> but you know it was good it was good kathy but it wasn't i think because the experience overall was such a wonderful experience that that just added to it was like a cherry but it wasn't the main main thing right yeah you the were really turned happened. on while it was going down too it was it wasn't like that was the end all be all like during it sounds like was like fucking amazing for you top of the mountain Exactly. Yeah. And the reclaiming, I think, definitely came day, a day or two later or later that night. But at that moment, it was, you know, a it was an orgasm. Now, this is where things get interesting. So I, I get up, I get off of her and we're done. And he goes, can I use your shower? And I said, uh, yeah, sure. We said, go ahead and shower. He's like, I need a shower. And my wife said, I do, too. And he said, you want to shower with me? And oh. at that moment, Kathy, yeah, is when a little bit I felt a certain way. Yeah, I could see, I could see that. Right? Yeah, 
There's a, that's Instant. something a little like that's my fucking wife. Like it's over. You know what I mean? Like I got it. Yeah. yeah. And a little out of the jealousy. Yeah. And I didn't say anything. And she looked at me, but my facial expression changed. Yeah. yeah. And she she saw it. And she said, Oh no, you know, you go ahead and I'll shower later. And that was it. And nothing else was said. And so uh, he showered. He was cleaning up. I mean, they were fucking condoms and everything. It was just the room was a mess. So uh, he picked, started picking things up and putting things in order. I mean, and the other thing is she was squirting up a storm. It was, the bed was so. And, oh, here's another pro tip. I, I ordered a room with two beds because I knew one of them was going to be soiled. So <laughs> we wanted to sleep in the other one. So, yeah, we had two beds. And afterwards, he came out of the shower. She went to go shower. And I was looking through all the pictures and the videos. I told him to come sit with me on the bed and let's take a look at all this. I told him I would send him some. And I wanted him to be comfortable that I wasn't taking pictures of his face and that I would get rid of ones that he wasn't comfortable with. And so we looked at them all. And he, he was like, oh, my God, that's hot. I was like, yeah, that's hot. It was funny. She said she walked out of the bedroom, out of the, the shower, and she found us both on the bed hovering over the the phones, oh. laughing like we were fucking high school or high school boys. Yeah. And so, yeah. And then we said our goodbyes. And that was, you know, that was the night. And then we talked. And I wanted to make sure she, to let her know that I was okay with it all. It was a lot more assurance of, of my love for her, uh, how wonderful it was, how sexy it was, how sexy she was. And it was more, and she was in a drunken state. We started thinking about how, what, how things, what things, how things turned out. Uh, one thing I forgot to mention at one point, as I mentioned before, my wife's a pleaser. It's hard for her to say no sometimes. And I remember that she tried to take his condom off and it came off kind of halfway. It was a half-ass attempt and it was more like, I want it without one. And I kind of brought that up and we laughed a little bit about it. And I said, you know, I told her that uh, it didn't happen. He was respectful. He was, he looked at me and it didn't happen. But those were the things we started kind of going into the details of the night, you know, more sex, more turned on. Uh, we talked about the shower and it was interesting that she, I think she liked the fact that I was a little jealous and I got upset. Maybe it assured her that I, I loved her and cared for her and was still wanted her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it was, I don't know, Kevin, you tell me, does that make kind of sense that she? Yeah, absolutely. Because, and like, because you need to have, uh, and I think especially in the beginning, some sort of line of where you guys exist and that experience exists. You know what I mean? And I feel like that's, and that's, and that line was there naturally. I mean, like the minute it was like done and it was over, but like, and they were about to go shower together. Like you're like, got a little jealous. I think that that's like bringing it back to you and her. And I think it's kind of good to have that kind of, I don't know, to know where that line is and to have it be that way. Cause it like kind of separates it. Do you know what I mean? And I think that that's important. I think, listen, after doing it 10 years and some swingers, like no one needs those fucking lines and stuff. But I think in the beginning, that kind of stuff, it makes sense that you felt it and it makes sense to me that that made her feel good. You know what I mean? It was mm -hmm. like it's yeah. it brought you guys back to you guys. To, to each other, right? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 
I do. And that's what my take on it as well. And so, uh, so, but it was also important for me to, to show her that I, I wasn't like so upset that it ruined the whole relation, the whole experience. No, because listen, right after that, as long as she didn't go in there, he came out of the shower. You were going through pics with him, having a great time. I mean, you were, there was no, no problem. I mean, it was just about like, don't go do that together, but everything else was fucking cool. So I think that that's super clear. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, more sex that night. We were exhausted and woke up the next morning, uh, looked at each other, laughed. And again, more reassurance from me. Hugs, kisses. So hot. Love you so much. Thank you so much. It was the best experience of my life type stuff. Had breakfast. Total. The, The thing that they say that you are closer or their love or the love cha- I don't know what the love changes but another dynamic right yeah yeah we were all over each other hands holding hu- hugging next to each other again also I wanted to make sure she knew that my feelings for her hadn't changed at all and and, and even I felt her more desirable like like man this guy just you know wanted her and did her and and she's that's mine. mine yeah she's yeah, mine. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And I and then the topic, would you do it again, came up. And, and she's like, yeah, I would. And would you do it with him again? And she's like, yeah, I would. And so then uh, I said, okay, well, we'll figure it out. And then she said something that fucking turned me on. She's like, you know, Father's Day is coming. I was like, oh, so would that be my Father's Day gift? And she laughed and I laughed. I said, you know, that would be a great Father's Day's gift. And so, you know, maybe that's when we'll do our next one. Wow. You know, and so we, you know, since then, this happened on Saturday, again, Sunday, more sex, more talk. But now we have kids, right? So now we have to schedule it. Yeah. Speak, <laughs> All <you> right. Know, <laughs> we'll just look at each other. And I mean, my boys are, are, you know, they're still young, but they definitely can pick up things. And, uh, you know, more talk at night, more sex at night, more squirting at night. But now, you know, a lot quieter because you don't want to wake up the kids uh, or scare the kids. And so we're at the point now, I think, where they texted back and forth on the app. We've sent pictures. All of us have sent pictures. And so we talked about, well, it would have been great if we didn't have to use a condom. Because honestly, I think that kind of was a bit of a, a tension or stress for me to have to make sure that the condom was on. And, and that, you know, she was not, she's not on birth control. And I have a vasectomy, so I'm not, I'm shooting blanks. And so, uh, you know, talking about, I think our conversation last night was, well, I mean, maybe get on birth control. Right. So, so she so can't do it at, without. Kevin. Well, listen, you know, I have to say in the beginning when you did tell me before we got on, like you wanted to talk a lot about like how you felt now afterwards. I really thought, OK, that maybe I mean, there was that little bit of jealousy. I thought maybe you had some sort of weird change of heart after it happened. I thought that was coming. I'm glad that it's not. I'm glad that this is like a fucking all systems go. Everything's great. Even, you know, a week later, you're still horny for it. I think reality is you had that moment for the shower, but it wasn't what I thought it was going to be where you do feel differently about it. I mean, you're still into it, if anything. I mean, it was it was great, right? I like a, a happy ending. <laughs> it is. It's but, like a happy it, beginning. 
It definitely is. Mm-hmm. The, however, the questions are there, right? Like, okay, so what are the questions? The do I allow her or not allow her? But do we set it up with the same guy, right? Is there an, if you do it with the same guy another time, it does emotional attachment. Well, it's interesting that you think of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's well, uh, that's something that, you know, I think you guys definitely should talk about before maybe you do move forward, because that means on some level, like you have a fear that that could happen and you really want to make sure it doesn't. So you got to, you know, you got to talk through that shit. Well, the other thing, too, is right. You're 100 percent correct. Is the, This is where the communication comes into play, right? Because now we're in the weeds of things. Um, and so the other thing is last night I said, all right, so, you know. Because she mentioned the whole two guys standing up on top, in front of her and she's on her knees blowing them was a fantasy of hers. I said, you know, you had never told me that fantasy. What's another fantasy that you have? She said, you know, I didn't think it was a fantasy at that point, but it was. It was a really high point of it. I said, well, tell me another one. And she said, I'm going to tell you, but you'll probably be mad, she told me. This is last night. Oh, interesting. She's like, what I would like, she's like, I would like is I would like to spend a night in a hotel without you. Oh, okay. You know? Mm -hmm. And so that, she told me that last night. And I said, you know, knowing you, uh, I said, I don't feel comfortable with that right now or not yet, especially because you're not on any birth control. And so I said, that's something that we can talk about down the road. But for right now, you know, I'm not comfortable with that. Yeah. Partially because I enjoyed seeing it. I mean, I enjoyed seeing her. Yeah, but to her point, I, she she yeah. felt like she couldn't really open up. She felt she was because I was there in the room. I guess that's yeah. something, right? Yeah, that's I've heard thing. that from women before, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. That they could enjoy themselves more without the guy there. I've heard all kinds of different stories. I think solo play is very different than what you're doing now. And everybody has different rules and regulations and how they run it. And there's plenty of people. I have a guy on. I don't know if you listen to his episodes like because he called in a long time ago, but a couple times his name is J2 and he's like a professional. His wife has like fucking long term boyfriends and he loves it and she sees them solo and they have nothing but love for each other. They're old school, been doing this for a long time and super successful. So it's not like, oh, just because you let your wife go play solo, that's going to lead to her copping feelings but I've had couples on where it does but you know you have to listen to those episodes too because typically those are the couples that had some issues beforehand you know like the couples where things are like super great and stuff like does a woman most women I don't think are wired to you know really fall if their emotional needs are being met in one area to fall totally for somebody else it's more so it happens and it's a window of opportunity when that woman isn't getting her needs met at home it sounds like you're kind of like a great guy hard to find kind of guy you do pay attention and do all those things that a woman wants you know so uh do you have to worry that she's gonna cop feelings down the line I don't think so because who's going to compare to you? You know what I mean? You really make her feel good about herself. You guys have like a great relationship. It sounds like you guys are really super solid, but because she's like willing to throw the condom out and stuff, I think you're smart to think of the physical reasons why you wouldn't want her to be with him alone. Right. But as far as like the copping feelings, I think, you know, 
she most likely probably wouldn't. But if it bothers you and you might have a jealousy and you want to be there and see it and that's a big part of it for you, I think that maybe you shouldn't go there just yet, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's 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 how I feel that it made down the road. Yeah. But for now, where we're at in our particular specific relationship in in our life and our journey that's not something i mean going back to when we were at the sex club and i met a guy and he said he said oh well, well where's your wife and he said you know she's with another she's with her boyfriend right now yeah wherever I'm, right i'm here and he didn't really he hadn't heard from her you know and he was there he was looking fine. for something yeah but he yeah but uh, fine but i don't know Kathy. i even oh. felt like a little a sadness on his part like Oh, she hasn't texted me, you know, and I think that kind of left an impression on me where I'm like, ooh, I don't want to be him. Yeah, you listen, know, you have to this... heed those kind of feelings within yourself because that is some part of you that feels that way. Even the part of you that felt that little thing when they were going to go in for, to a shower. How do you know that's not going to take place? How do you know you're not going to be thinking about that if she's solo? You know, I, so I don't know, like right now, just because you have had those little moments you know, you have to, you know, don't proceed further with anything else until you don't have those moments. And you'll know when you sound pretty honest with yourself. You know, you know what the fuck is going on. You're in touch with your feelings. You're honest when you've had feelings that are a little jealous or thoughts about things that aren't okay, you know. And I think, like I said, you have to heed those warnings and you have to like listen to them and you have to not maybe go to that place yet because of those feelings that you had not because that guy looked sad but because you thought that that's how he felt you know what I mean that's a mm -hmm. little bit of projection on you you know yeah. so yeah. I think you have to just take it slow you're so at the beginning it doesn't mean that five years from now you won't be doing that but you have that's the kind of stuff that's super important to honor and to allow and anybody that has an open relationship, even the most professional, successful ones, you know, will talk about the fact that sometimes jealousy comes to play. And the most important thing is put it on the fucking table and talk about it. You know, you're human beings. So, you know, the fact that you felt jealous when she was about to take a shower, it, that's fine. You know what I mean? That's how you felt. But you have to like pay attention to that and make sure when you're doing stuff like this that you uh, err on the side of caution is only going to help. You owe, you have the rest of your life to go play solo and do all that kind of stuff. You just started doing this. Like, you know, do yeah. it together. It yeah, thank you. Because, and this is why, you know, I wanted to call because yeah. a lot of your guests are, you know, years into yeah. uh, this journey, right? And here yeah. I am, like step one yeah. into you know the journey and in the weeds in, yeah. in the current feeling in the current yeah. state right yeah. of, of being uh, in this in this journey so uh right so yeah, that's the angle i was out. wondering what it was that you felt it wasn't that you felt wrong about it but it's your trepidation of how does it go because she brought up playing solo and that is a very interesting sort of fork in the road right like and mm -hmm. it is a very interesting episode for other people to hear right because there's other people like you listening to podcasts to get information so I feel like your story is really great and we talked about this before we got on I love the fact that you just did it just now because how does that guy feel and wh what are you facing now you know I think it's super interesting that's awesome. my suggestion to you about solo play. I feel like, you know, what will be really great 
for you is uh, to see what people say back to this, you know, the people who are down the road, like how do they feel or what, you know, I'd love to get Jay's episode, you know, Jay's take on it. The guy who's such a professional, you know, he was the bull and now he's the stag, that guy that was on that you listened to, like his Mm -hmm. sort of advice. But I think it's uh, what I love to hear from you is, you know, six months from now, we need an update to see what has changed. Where will you be after the sixth time, tenth time, you know, or fifth time? How do you feel different, you know, but I think it's super interesting that you have these kinds of thoughts now because, you know, it makes sense. You're a human being. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think it's great. And I think that, you know, and until you feel comfortable with that, you don't do that. Yeah. So far, uh, you know, my actions have led me down this path and, and, you know, uh, so far, you know, I, I feel like the decisions that we made the, and, and the way I presented it has created such a wonderful experience. So I just have to kind of, you know, rely on my confidence, on that confidence, right? Yeah. To know that yeah. I'm leading down the path at a pace that I feel comfortable with, that if I trust my instincts, as you said, and trust my decisions and communicate this to her that it'll hopefully six months from now more to report. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Just like it's really important that she feels in control and she feels like her feelings are being listened to and she has control over it. You need to feel that as well. You know, you both have feelings and stuff. So I think it's, uh, it's super interesting. I love this episode. I love your whole fucking story. I love that you're calling me up right now. And this is how it ends. You know, it's like I said, super interesting. I've used that word 10 times, but it is interesting. <laughs> and I think it's a, cause it's a different sort of take, you know, I've been doing my show for eight years. I talk to all different kinds of people that have done this scenario. I love the ones with the bad endings. I love the ones with the good endings. I love the ones, I I love all of it because it's like real life, you know? And this is just another little snapshot of this kind of lifestyle, but where it ends uh, is different than a lot of other stories because I'm typically talking to someone who's been doing it for a long time. So I think that this is interesting to some maybe more newbies or even more people, people who have been doing it longer that will be like, Oh yeah. I remember when I was there, like that guy, yeah. you know what I mean? That's, right. that's how this I felt fresh. too. Yeah. 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 This, yeah. this is all fresh. Yeah, We're I like definitely it. newbies. Yeah. <laughs> this is a, this is the newbie episode. <laughs> I love it. No, but I love the fresh take, but listen, the newbie episode had a lot of fucking components to it. It was so interesting. I love you're a great storyteller. People are going to love your fucking stories and we are definitely going to get your part two. So make sure to reach back out to me when you feel like you know you're maybe at another place right it'll be it, it, it I'll love to get that story like I said six months from now you know or whenever you think you've reached another place let me know awesome okay yeah, I definitely will Thank yeah you. awesome now listen does your wife know you're calling in or no I haven't told her okay right? and so I think that's the other thing there's honest there's an honesty factor and a trust factor and I feel like I'm, I'm potentially breaking that because I didn't tell her but Things have just been moving kind of fast, and I don't know. I don't want to put too much pressure on what we just experienced, or I don't want to taint. Not to say that it would, but I just don't want to add too much to the experience. So I felt like I needed to talk to someone because I can't talk to anybody about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And I also want to record this moment because it's, it's it's a wonderful 
like point in, our, in my life and our lives. So, yeah. And your whole story, you when know. you hear it back, you're going to be like, I can't believe that's my story. You know, you're going to hear yeah. your story. You're like, you're telling it now, but it's going to be a very different experience when you hear it. The reason why I asked about your wife knowing it is kind of interesting that she does it and how you just, you know, sort of phrase that. But I only ask because I do have a Patreon and I ask for like, you know, anonymous pics of people, but I never would do anonymous pics of someone that doesn't know, right? Like I would never have you send in pics of your wife if she doesn't know. If she knows and you wind up telling her before it airs, <coughs> sorry, then you could do that. But the other thing I will tell you that is if you don't wind up telling her and you can't do that, I do have a Discord channel where you could go on and talk to other people on my Patreon about stuff. Like maybe that would be interesting because that guy Jay is on there and, you know, maybe you could get people talking. It's kind of like a forum now. And for you, because you've called in, you get free access to that. So after oh, okay. it airs, you could go in there and be like, hey, that was my episode. And like people will talk to you about it and stuff. But you know, that I don't have control over and people do all kinds of naughty things on there. But I won't, like I said, post pics of your wife or anything. And I suggest you don't if she doesn't know. But you could certainly go on there and discuss the episode with people. And I will give you access to that once your episode airs. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah, you know, it, and again, maybe uh, you know, six months from now, a year from now, we'll be have, we'll on the date night and I'll play it for her. So Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> and then at that point, she, maybe she should want to come on. Yeah, I would love sure. it. <laughs> oh my God, that would be so fucking great. Yeah, so keep yeah. me posted about that, but uh, I'm not judging you on that, you know, but like I said, I wouldn't take her picture if she doesn't know. I will change yeah, your voice definitely. so nobody will know who the fuck you are and uh, I will let you awesome. know when it goes up. It's like a great episode. Thank you so much for calling in and sharing your story uh, thank you and thank you kathy for all that you do right i mean sharing all these stories definitely help yeah that's awesome i love that because at the end of the day i started my show because i like helping people and i think my show yeah. does help people and i think that that's it like does. fucking great so keep me posted sal all right all right awesome thanks so much bye-bye bye, -bye. bye. Hey everyone thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode if you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe, like, and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon, on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad-free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.